This is an out loud recording of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash reddit readers or click the link in the description below. Hey everyone and welcome back to r slash TIFU, the subreddit where people tell hilarious stories of ways that they screwed themselves or people they care about over. Today's post, TIFU by telling my girlfriend of three months that I love her. I was on the phone via Bluetooth, yes, those little douchey earpieces, with my mom and at the end of the call I always say, I love you, to my mom. My girlfriend of three months came walking in as I finished my call and apparently thought the I love you was for her. She immediately started crying tears of joy, jumping up and down, so happy I finally came out with my true feelings. I told her I was on Bluetooth and that I wasn't actually talking to her, but I'm sorry that it seemed like I was. Now she's locked herself away in the bedroom, crying. Don't know what to do. She's a really great girl, but I'm a bit scared that the relationship is ruined now from the situation. Update. Okay, so the story has taken quite a drastic turn, so hold on to your seatbelts, people. My girlfriend locked herself away in my room last night after I told her that I was on the phone with my mom. I tried explaining through the door that I cared for her and in time I'd surely love her. It's just early for me and I would love to keep spending time with her. Silence from the other side of the door. I went to bed on the couch, hoping we would have a talk the next morning. Well, I woke up today with her standing over me just staring. She didn't say anything, she just stared. I was a little freaked out. I asked what was going on. Silence. At this point, I'm like, okay, silent treatment. So I go to the kitchen to make some coffee and pancakes. Maybe I'll win her over with food. She starts muttering to herself while still standing at the couch, staring at me. Staring, staring, staring. I'm getting a little weirded out at this point. So I say, I'm calling your mom. She screams, loudest I've ever heard someone scream, and it sounded like the blood-curdling scream that people talk about hearing from murder victims. At this point, my heart is effing pounding. I just about pooped my pants, and I ran for my room as she chased me. I managed to slam the door shut behind me, and she starts pounding on it, like throwing herself at the door trying to bust it down. The door is made of pretty solid wood, so without something like a battering ram, there's no way my tiny 110-pound girlfriend could break it down. And guess what? I left my effing phone in the kitchen in my haste to get the F out of Dodge. My only way out is through diplomacy, and this is going to have to be more diplomatic than the effing United States and Russia during the Cold War. Anyway, she starts crying. Not just any crying, either. Like, crying as if she found out she just lost her entire family in a freak accident. Screaming, Why won't you love me? I've done so much for you! Why don't you love me? So I go to the door and I yell, Let me talk for F's sake, please! You're scaring me! She stops talking. It's silent. Aside from some sniffles, I hear behind the door. Again, I reiterate that I care deeply for her. I just need more time to let my feelings grow and continue on that train of thought. 
She starts screaming again, pounding the door for what felt like an eternity. I screamed, I'm not coming out and there's no way you can get in. I'll jump out the window to escape if you don't quit. She runs out the door, slams the thing shut. I figured it would be some kind of trick to get me out, so I checked the cameras in my home. I have cameras facing my door and facing my living room and kitchen, just in case. She's gone. I rewind the footage from last night. I'm telling you, this was psycho. She left my room at 1 a.m., walked to the couch where I was asleep, stood there watching over me for 49 minutes, went back to the room. 3 a.m. came around, I'm still asleep, she comes out, watches over me, and at one point put her face next to mine, almost touching me nose to nose, and sat there for 22 minutes. 5 a.m. rolls around, she goes to the kitchen and grabs a dish rag, no clue why, stands over me for two hours, yes, two effing hours, until I wake up, and my story starts as described above. Needless to say, I'm a bit spooked, and I don't think this relationship will be continuing. Edit. Guys, I'm reading the responses. Yeah, this is crazy. If I have any further updates, I will be providing them. So far, I think the saga is closed. I've contacted her mom to pick up her stuff. So far, she is MIA. Also, I'm changing the locks today. Final update. Okay, everyone, it's been a wild last few days. This has been the most trying time in my life, and I'm ready to settle back down to a boring life until I die. I'd like to start by saying thanks to everyone that gave me advice and awards and shared similar stories of something that happened to them. It's given me lots of strength and made me realize I'm, I'm not alone in this stuff. To the other people that DM'd me trying to get my information, sent threats, and acted like a psycho, you guys need help. Anyway, before I conclude with the final, hopefully, I pray, update to my situation, I want to address a few of the most common questions from last thread. Question. How did I check the cameras if my phone was in the kitchen, and why didn't I use my computer to call for help? Answer. I have a computer in my bedroom that is hooked up to my cameras. As for why I didn't go on Zuckerberg's spy network to send out a distress call, well, the first thing on my mind was getting the heck out of there. When my girlfriend was throwing herself at the door, Screaming like a banshee, the last thing I thought of was using the computer. I only got on to see if she was gone after I heard the front door slam shut. Question 2. Why did she get so mad when you said you were going to call her mom? Answer. She was living with both of us. I generally work 12-hour shifts 3-5 to five days per week. She will stay with me on my days off, but usually spends her days with her mom. I figured I could speak with her mom about why the heck my girlfriend was having a psychotic breakdown. Question 3. Wow, you were scared of a 110-pound girl? You are a pansy. Answer. Well, as an adult male that is about double her weight, I don't think beating the crap out of my girlfriend is the best move, even if it is self-defense. Yeah, the cameras would likely clear me of wrongdoing, but why risk that? If your first instinct is to beat the crap out of someone, that's sad. Question 4. How old are you guys? Answer. Definitely old enough to know better than what has been going on. 25 plus for both of us. Question. Why don't you post the video? Just blur the faces. You're a big fat liar if you don't. 
Answer, I'll get into that more later, but after getting a crap ton of creepy Reddit DMs asking for my name, age, location, and basically every other identifying characteristic, why the crap would I even remotely consider letting strangers find me? Some of you are very deranged. Alright, fasten the seatbelts, hold on to your hats, grab your popcorn for the inevitable freaks of nature in the comments frothing at the mouth to burn the witch, me. I'll start where I left off. My girlfriend leaves the house, slams the door, I make sure she's gone. I peek my head out, heart still racing, wondering what the F just happened. Well, I call her mom and say, uh, your daughter just had a psychotic breakdown in my home, and I explained what happened. She legit calmly says, yeah, that's happened before a few times. I'm just thinking, what the F? Wouldn't it be important that I knew my girlfriend could contemplate murdering me in the middle of the night? I refrained from asking this right then. I just told her mom, well, she can't stay here. I'm gonna pack up her stuff and I can either drop it off or you can pick it up. She tells me she will stop by tomorrow to pick it up. Fine. My plan of action at this point is to batten down the hatches. I call a locksmith to get my locks changed that day. Girlfriend had the key to the place. And I get some bars from a hardware store down the road so the windows couldn't be opened. I'm renting a two-story home. I bar the windows, change the locks, and have a couple of friends take my car to their place so it doesn't get vandalized. I'm all settled in, bunker mode. I pull out my snacks and pop on some television with some friends over to try and escape reality. All in all, a pretty uneventful night. I thought about calling the police, but I'm just relieved that she's gone and I can finally forget about that crap. Well, this morning rolls around. I get a call from her mom early. Apparently, she wants to explain her daughter's odd behavior and gives me her history. Apparently, my girlfriend had been abused by her dad when she was younger, 8 to 12. Her dad is now in prison for violent crimes and has no relationship with either her nor her mom. Her mom remarries a seemingly nice guy who was then again abusive to my girlfriend before she moved out at 18. She gave me some details of both abuse, which I do not feel comfortable sharing here. I'll just say it is some of the worst kind that you can endure. The legal system took care of both offenders. My girlfriend never shared this with me, not that it was really any of my business. I think it's terrible what happened and hope she can get the help she needs. I am not trained to deal with that. Moving on, after my girlfriend left last night, she ended up with an old acquaintance who just happened to be her old meth dealer. Now I had no effing clue she had a history of meth use. If you saw my now ex-girlfriend, she looks nothing like a meth user. She keeps herself very clean and presentable. Apparently her mom knew about this and she had just finished rehab prior to us dating. At this point I'm like, gee, thanks for pawning off this burden to me as if I could heal whatever is broken in her. So she shows up to her mom's house last night drugged up. Her mom takes her to a psychiatric rehab facility to, I hope, recover from her mental condition and drug addiction. I wish her nothing but the best, but I cannot handle that in my life. I would describe myself as a pretty boring guy. I try to stay away from any drama, but apparently I didn't do a good enough job. After hearing about the meth use and reading online about the weird stuff that people on meth do, I decided to check my cameras for weird activity the week or two preceding these events. What I found was deeply disturbing. First, about seven days before this breakdown, I left for work. I generally work 12s, 7am to 7pm. 
At around noon, my girlfriend enters my home and creeps around the place like a burglar in the night, opening drawers in the fridge, looking under the couch, under the dining room table, basically turning the place upside down, tidies everything back up, and leaves. The next day, she comes in again. This time, she isn't alone. She comes in with some homeless-looking dude that looks dirty as F, and she searches the place. Not as thoroughly as before, but thoroughly enough. What made me mad is this dude comes in and starts going through my pantry and eating my snacks. At this point, I'm pretty grossed out that some dude on meth is putting his grimy hands in my chips and popping a hard-boiled egg in his mouth. Like, bro, that's my breakfast. He didn't eat them all, just one. This is when her fascination with the dish rag became apparent. They move to my couch and stare at the TV for two hours, saying nothing and thankfully not having sex. She wet the dish rag in the sink and stuffed the wet half in her mouth. Both of them just sat there and then after a couple of hours, they get up and leave. Third day, nothing. Fourth day, my last day on shift, girlfriend comes in with guy again. He notices the cameras pointing in the living room. He points his finger at it and holds it there for five or so minutes while he and my girlfriend sit on the couch. She's going full-on zombie mode, staring straight ahead, and he finally pokes her to get her attention. She knew about the cameras, but this is the first time she has a keen interest in them. They both get up and stand right in the camera's view. I get a good look at this guy. He looks like your stereotypical homeless man that does meth. They both look like zombies, similar to how my girlfriend looked when I woke up with her standing over me although this was much worse. They stared at the camera for an hour before he decided he was hungry for some of my pretzels. And then they left. This was a very disturbing thing to see today, so if anyone has any idea what the heck happened, please let me know. I have zero idea of what meth addiction entails along with mental health disorders. My lease ends in October and I'm getting the heck out of here and never coming back. For now, I'll be peeking over my shoulder and locking my doors at all times. I'm praying this is the last update. I have no clue how long my ex will be hospitalized for. So, you're probably dying to see the video. Well, I won't be posting it. She has serious mental and drug abuse issues. I'm not going to make her a laughing stock of Reddit. The story will have to suffice. I figure I'll put a phone number here for people struggling with mental health or drug addiction for US folks. People in other countries, feel free to drop your numbers down in the comments. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this post was wild. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know much about meth addiction, but some of the timelines in here seem ridiculous. Like I've heard weird ex-girlfriend stories before, weird breakup stories, but some of the stuff like people standing in front of a camera for over an hour just standing still that seems insane i don't know if meth does that to a person i i i guess it does if the story's true but it just this story just kept getting weirder and weirder and i really enjoyed it i hope you did too i'm glad to be back recording for you guys we're really glad to be back we got a little distracted by the this and that of life and i'm sure you can understand that but we hope you're glad to have us back as well and are enjoying these posts as always if you liked the post leave a like or a comment to the discussion down below that always helps us out a lot and if you'd like to see more and hear more posts from r slash tifu and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Enjoying the podcast? An easy and effective way to support us is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at youtube.com slash reddit readers 
or click the link in the description box below. It would mean so much to us. As always, thank you for listening.